My name's Leslie Peterson, and I help bloggers turn their modest websites into thriving online enterprises with SEO, email marketing, and a little hard love encouragement to always move forward consistently and with a plan. Happy Friday, friends. We are continuing with stage four today, and we're talking about stage four part two as we examine the seven stages of blogging. And part two is all about mastering your affiliate strategy. So the, uh, let's say the tasks I put under this stage um, and section include building an affiliate strategy with a 12-month plan, and then obviously executing on that strategy. What do I mean when I say strategy? Well, I think about researching it, uh, researching the right programs, doing the SEO um, research for that, developing your content on that, uh, rolling that into your email marketing and your social media promotions, um, engaging your audience with you know, different opportunities to get that um, affiliate in front of them, um, diversifying your affiliate programs, managing the performance, refining your strategies, um, all of those sorts of things um, are what I mean when I'm talking about an affiliate strategy. Uh, but that's way more than we can cover in a podcast. So what I want to spend some time today with you doing is just reviewing what I think are five key considerations that are very important to think about as you begin to build your plan. Maybe what I would say is five things you need to have um, an answer to before you build your 12-month strategy. So if you are new to blogging and new to affiliates, um, basically all an affiliate is, is uh, you are promoting someone else's product. And when you make a sale, they give you a piece of the revenue Uh, because it's not your product. So if it's your product, you get to keep all the revenue. Somebody else's product, they're sharing the revenue with you because you took the time to promote them. And there are, you know, that's a very simple explanation. There are things to consider. How much are they sharing with you? Um, How, what's the cookie uh, the length of the cookie. So does somebody click on that link? Um, do they have to click the link directly for you to get credit for that? Or is it, you know, in the seven days later, you still get credit 30 days later, you can still get credit. Um, and then I'm, I am wondering, um, what's going to happen as, cause Google's already started, uh, rolling out this, you know, the updates where they're, they're phasing out third-party cookies and, that is what affiliates use, third-party cookies. So I don't know, I don't know how that's going to impact the affiliate world. That's something uh, I need to do some research on. Actually, quite frankly, just thought of that right this second. Um, but even if it's just direct links going forward, because that's all they can manage, um, it's still worth uh, investing your time in. I'll tell you, uh, I know a blogger who doesn't get a lot of traffic to his site, uh, but is a very, very specialized niche and um, sells, um, you know, has regular articles, but sells a lot of things um, from Amazon. And uh, so again, his blog's not that big, um, but he's very specialized. 
He's very good at writing the details about the things he's selling, and and they're not low price items. Um, and he's making a couple hundred dollars a day. Now, I don't make that much from Amazon. My audience is not an Amazon audience, or my content is not Amazon content. I should probably say it that way. Um, but for this person, it's working out really, really well. And uh, I think um, I think that's just you know. He, He's new. He's not getting. A t- he's not getting even getting enough traffic to show uh, to join Mediavine yet, um, but he's making great money. And when I talked to him about it, I think the trick was um, selecting the right keywords. Really, you know, low volume. They're low volume keywords, but they're low competition keywords too, and that's really making a difference um, for him. So anyway, that's just my little bit of encouragement. Even if you're new. It's not too early to start. So let's talk about these five considerations. Here's the first one. Understand your audience. It is crucial. You have to not just know what you're talking about, but what the needs and interests and problems are of the people who are reading your blog. Now, if this sounds familiar, we went through this exercise when we talked about personas. But you want to pick products that really align closely with your audience's preferences and the content that's on your blog. And I'm going to give you an example of a failure on my part um, with regard to this. So I know, if this is your first time listening, I have a hyper-local travel blog out of Atlanta. I know my audience really well. We've been together for a long time. And my audience is a drive market. Now, they definitely go on vacation. A lot of uh, my um, my reports indicate a lot of people are going to Europe, which is interesting, and I don't have any European content. Uh, but they travel more than most people, and that travel is in the drive market. But I heard from everybody in my space, in the travel space, that car rentals are the way to make affiliate money. So I signed up with a car rental affiliate program. And it's a great program. It's 365 day cookie. And that's unheard of. I did that through travel payouts and um, put it on uh, every applicable uh, page on the blog. And that includes all my high performing pages, all the destination pages. I mean, a good 80%. I want to tell you how many car rentals I sold in about six months. You ready? Zero. Zero. And I should have known that. I should have known. I should have listened to my intuition and and more than intuition, listened to my knowledge about my audience before putting all that effort in. Now, obviously, it validated what I was thinking about, but that was a lot of time to um, to add all of those links and to you know to research the affiliate to add all of those links. So trust yourself in that you know your audience. Don't listen necessarily to other people in your space. But really look for things that resonate with your content and your audience's needs, problems, and interests. The next thing I would say is, uh, or number two, is choose the right affiliate program. So they're not all created equal. And I alluded to this a little bit earlier, but there are um, sometimes you have to, you know, a place that you want to work with for an affiliate, they have one program, either they're hosting it or they only work with Commission Junction, or they only work with impact. And that happens. And you have to go with what you got. 
But there are several places like Booking.com, for example, if you're in the travel space, that work with a lot of different platforms. So Booking has their own uh, offering. Uh, I work with Booking that way and with Stay22. I know Booking is part of travel payouts, and there's probably some other places where you can set uh, sign up as a Booking affiliate. I um, prefer Stay22 because I make more money that way. And uh, the things you want to look for are um, what is the commission rate? So is the rate change? Because they will negotiate different rates with different places. Um, What is the cookie length? Their cookie length might be different for different places. Also, how does that affiliate program, uh, how, how well are they known for paying people? So I'm, I'm, I do not want to call out anybody poorly. Um, but there are some places that are having a, you know, my, my check is delayed for quite a while. It becomes a problem at some point. They owe us money. We're not getting the check, but place, for example, state 22 never had that problem. In fact, they've had delays from their vendors, but they still pay us. And I think um, a company like that, it's really important to um, to point out and to look for partnerships like that. So, you know, look at their support and the resources they provide. Places like um, Impact, for example, I have a great affiliate partner who I use through Impact, but they don't, um, they don't offer me any really support or resources where I have other places, um, one of another company that I work with, Tripshock, uh, they send me newsletters. Uh, Get Your Guide does this too. Here are the best performing things this month. Um, not just best performing in your inventory, but best performing from their company's perspective. So you can look and see, okay, this is a this is selling a lot. Um, is it applied to my content and my audience? And if it does, you can add that in. So, um, you know, you want to look for, for the right program. Number three, creating high quality content beyond your blog. So what I would lump this in with is email marketing and social media. If you're doing email marketing, you have the ability, obviously, to include, you know, if you're sending a newsletter, include an affiliate there if it makes sense for you, right? But the other ways that you can use affiliates that work well for us include a nurture series or remarketing. Now, I know remarketing is um, requires special software. We use Drip for it. It's fantastic, but it's not available to everybody. So I'm going to speak from a nurture series side. We have a... Um, a Blue Ridge Mountain, Georgia, uh, lead magnet. So when people opt into that lead magnet, they're going to get some quirky things to do in that city. But two, but there's then a series of four more emails that go out to them. And two of those emails include where to stay with affiliate links from Stay 22. So, you know, if you're, um, if you sell books on your website, then you might have somebody who I'm I'm just pulling this out of, of thin air here, but um, let's say you have a book li- a, a free list of romance books, and um, somebody downloads that list. Well, that list can be all affiliate links, and then you could follow it up with you know most people who like romances also like I don't know 
cookbooks. That's probably not true, but you see where I'm going here. And then you, you know, the next email in that series before you put them in your newsletter list is another list um, of books with um, affiliate links. You can do it for for um, cooking a cooking blog. So let's say um, they download, you know, your list of Italian recipes. You know, ten the ten your ten favorite Italian recipes. Well, you could follow that up with your favorite, um, you know, spaghetti sauce. Uh, crock and the olive oil that you love. Um, all of those things, nurture series. And so it's, uh, what I like about that is that you're sending them things that they're probably going to enjoy. And you know that because of the lead magnet that they downloaded. And then of course you can also do so, use social media. And we've talked about many chat before. Um, so if you are talking about uh, on your, you know, on your Instagram or your TikTok account, you're talking about um, a special pot that you use for um, cooking, you know, egg drop soup, which I'm about to make because we have some leftover duck I'm excited about. Um, Then you can say comment duck down below and you'll tell them, you know, what uh, send them a link to what pot that you're using, and that can be your affiliate link. So you just want to absolutely think about affiliates on your blog, no doubt. And that's where I suggest you start. But you want to think about how else you can use and promote those same links. Number four, optimize your posts for SEO. So you want to make sure that your content is discoverable, not just in email and social media. And what I really recommend you do, because I, and I, I've never recommended this before, um, but I, I've seen a lot of evidence in the way things have changed for 2023 that this is valuable. And that is to really double down on the lower volume, long tail, lower difficulty keywords for your affiliate marketing. I really used to think, and, and and to be honest, I think it used to be the case that, you know, I'm not going to write about this long tail keyword with an affiliate because only 10 people a month are searching for it. And even if I get on top, you know, top of page one, what am I going to get? 20 links, 20 clicks. But if you can find the right affiliate partner, 20 links can be a lot of money. 20 clicks out, 20, you know, 10, 20% of 20 uh, people visiting purchase, um, that could that can really add up. And I think the, um, the competition factor is really important here, especially in the way that Google's changed um, in 2023. So I would really encourage you to Think about those low-volume keywords that maybe, if you're like me, you've been ignoring in the past. I wouldn't necessarily write about them with that, write those uh, articles with those words for non-affiliate posts, but for affiliate posts, it has the potential to be really lucrative. Look at that, for example, that uh, that blogger that I talked to you about at the very beginning, um, and especially if you have higher-volume products that you can link out to. And then point five, the last one of the day, is to track and analyze your performance. You've got to know what's working and what's not working. You've got to know um, which pages it's converting on. And I really like Affiliate for that. 
I love the heat map on Affiliate. Uh, I would encourage you to check them out. I'll put a link um, to them in the show notes. But if you're making, you know, even I would say, what? Let me let me think. If uh, if you're making more than a thousand dollars a month from affiliates, um, then you should definitely consider this. I mean, if you're not making that, but you think you have the potential to, then you probably still want to invest. But I, I wouldn't recommend being someone who makes more than $1,000 a month and not having insight into which pages are doing well, which links are doing are converting best, the heat map and where people are clicking. Um, for example, like we would have lists of the top tiny houses in Georgia that you can rent. And I can look and see that, you know, people are clicking the top two. And then for some reason, like, Lots of people were clicking, let's say, I can't remember the exact number, but let's say the one in position 11. And so we're skipping everything in the middle. And that lets me know, okay, I think I want to take that number 11 and make it number three or two or one, because people obviously are being drawn to it for whatever reason, something it that it says or the picture that I used. Um, and so that way it gets in front of even more people. That's the type of analyzing and... Um, uh, updates that I'm talking about. And Affiliate's a great way to do that. Um, so those are my five tips. I hope that you will consider putting a 12-month affiliate strategy in place. And even if you're already doing affiliates, um, I think there's still cause for um, evaluating your the programs you have, making sure you're picking the right programs based on your audience, looking at how you can expand your affiliate reach through social and email, um, making sure you're picking the right keywords, maybe coming up with a list of keywords that you want to um, target for 2024 and putting them on your planning list and then really tracking them. So whether you're just getting started, whether you've been doing it for a while, still these five points are still very important as you consider your affiliate strategy. Hey, real quick, this is Leslie just dropping in to remind you that I have several free resources on my blog right now that I'd love you to get your hands on. Just head over to lesliepeterson.com. The link is in the show notes below and grab my free blog post update checklist. Or if you're on a journey to fire up your blog's email newsletter, grab my free list of 52 newsletter connection prompts. With both of those, I'll include a video about how to use them to build a solid relationship with your subscribers or work towards doubling your traffic with updates. Grab both of those at lesliepeterson.com.